Welcome to Higher Calling Wildlife with award-winning wildlife journalist Chester Moore. From deep investigations to interviews with top experts, Higher Calling Wildlife is the place to get informed and inspired about all things wildlife. The first time I saw an Audad was in the form of a black and white photo in a Texas hunting directory magazine back when I was a little kid. It said, Barberby sheep live in the Paladuro Canyon of the Texas Panhandle. And I learned by some study at that time that they had been released in 1957 in the Paladuro Canyon in the Panhandle as a potential new game animal in Texas. And then, of course, many high-fence hunting ranches had Audad. And it's really interesting because as my career as a wildlife journalist began in my teens and I started monitoring this, there would be Audad reports popping up all over the place. And not just behind high fences or in the Palo Duro Canyon, in the Trans-Pecos, in South Texas, Southwest Texas, all over the hill country. We finally kind of realized that the Audad is an invasive species, just like a feral hog. They do cause a lot of damage to deer feeders, fences, and that kind of stuff, and they are problematic for native wildlife. And here really is the concern. Texas, New Mexico, other states have native desert bighorns, and Audad are hardier. They can outcompete them for food and water. There's even concern that they can spread a deadly pathogen that can kill desert bighorn sheep. The Audad is an invasive species, but they're also a very popular hunting species. And really, who can blame hunters? They're awesome animals. They're affordable to hunt compared to like a bighorn. There's a lot more access to them. So there's a whole other program worth of stuff we can talk about on that. But I wanted to talk about today why the Audad are survivors and why they're going to continue expanding their range. Let's just look right now. In 1924... As far as I could find, the first Audad were brought into America to put on open range, and they were stocked in California. There are still some Audad in a pocket in California. 1941, the McKnight Valley Ranch west of Roswell, New Mexico, got a stocking of Audad. The aforementioned Palo Duro Canyon stocking in 1957. Then Audad, which breed very quickly, put on many, many ranches, not only in Texas, but places like Oklahoma. Free-ranging Audad right now, I have verified in Texas, of course, Oklahoma, New Mexico, Mexico, California, you have Audad roaming in all these places, and they are extremely hardy animals. And I think we're going to hear a lot more of this in terms of conservation impact. And in Texas and New Mexico in particular, there will be some controversy because there is that clash between native wildlife and exotic wildlife. And um, New Mexico values them as a game animal. Texas values them as an exotic animal. There's a lot of ways to look at this. But I want to talk more about the survivability and stories that I've heard on Audad that are going to blow your mind. There are different estimates by different people for Audad free-ranging populations. But the best estimate that I've heard is around 75,000 Audad in America, which is astounding considering that there are only 10,000 believed to still live in northern Africa. So you're looking at, you know eight times almost the population in America. Shows you how much they've spread their population over a pretty short span of time as well. 
Now, there's one uh, study done in 2018 that showed in only two little mountain ranges in the Trans-Pecos of West Texas, 5,000 odd at, with some herds viewed of more than 200 animals. Now, Audad are absolute survivors, and I've heard some amazing stories. So one of the things I want to start sharing on this podcast is the crazy conversations that I've heard over the years. And that's what this rest of this program is based on. I talked to some hunters who went out to West Texas back in the early 1980s, and they're driving in a mountainous area on this ranch. And one guy looks at the rearview mirror and sees a big Audad ram in the road about 100 yards behind them. So he stops. He slowly gets out, and he doesn't see the Audad. He had heard that Audad always run uphill. I don't know why he thought that, but he said Audad always run uphill. So him and his partner went to the top of this, you know, top of the crest of this mountain, got up there, took him 30 minutes to get up, look and glass, and they look in the valley below, which is really clear. They don't see any sign of that Audad or another one. And they start going down back to their truck. And when they do, they see movement. And they glass, and they realized this Audad had simply spread out on the ground, stuck its head down on the ground, and waited for them to leave. And this Audad got up and ran straight down the other hill. Amazing animals. Another interesting story I heard years ago from the Wyo Ranch. They have a very famous Wyo Ranch exotic game sale. And they had like a two-acre pen where they put some of the animals in. They had some Audad in it. And the grass was really, really tall, like three feet tall in there. They knew there was a big Audad ram, but they couldn't find it. This is only two acres. They sent someone in there to try to find this ram. And the ram was crawling around. It took them 30 minutes in a two-acre pen to locate this ram. But they were being very cautious because Audad can be aggressive when cornered. And unfortunately, believe it or not, in 2021... A gentleman was killed by an Audad. A Vanderpool man was doing a dart and capture uh, mission with an Audad for the exotic animal trade and unfortunately was killed by an Audad that rose up and gored him to death. These animals can be really, really intense. Another intriguing story told to me by a rancher friend of mine who has about 1,800 acres in the Texas Hill Country told me that he bought an Audad female, a ewe, at an exotic game sale. His ranch, which is in Real County, in really, really tall canyon country with really thick cedar thickets, really hard to see game, he thought if he put a female out there with a bell on her neck, that he could at least get to his home, which is on the top of one of the mountains, in the mornings and listen out if he heard the bell, go that direction, glass, and he might get a shot at an Audad. He said the herd rejected the female, and the many times he heard this female, she was always by herself. They would never be around her. There is a deep survival instinct with Audad. Another interesting situation. I know of two verified Audads on game cameras in East Texas. One told to me by a Texas Parks and Wildlife biologist from the Angelina River Bottoms. It was reported to him. He saw the photo. Another that I verified myself in the Sabine River Bottoms. And of course, I actually found out where this Audad particularly escaped from. But these animals can live in a lot of places. 
They're very, very intense. They're an interesting animal, and they are survivors. And there's something that's going to have to be dealt with at some level. Management of all that is not easy, particularly in Texas. It's 97% privately owned. So the state can only take action on state grounds. And all that are eliminated from helicopters and things like this to control their impact on native species like desert bighorns. But it's an interesting topic. And I predict we're going to see the expansion of Audad in a big, big way in the next 10 to 15 years. Uh, I have a feeling a lot more of Oklahoma, maybe Colorado gets some in the southern parts of the state. It's going to be an interesting thing to watch. And we will follow this here at Higher Calling Wildlife. We will do a deep dive. Once a month on this show, we're going to do a hour-long program. We're going to do an hour-long program on the Audat issue and just Audat in general here on Higher Calling Wildlife. But for now, think about this animal. Have you ever heard these kinds of stories about the Audat? Well, you have now. This is why you should listen to Higher Calling Wildlife. God bless you guys. Hope you enjoyed the program. Thanks for listening to Higher Calling Wildlife. Find us on Facebook at Higher Calling Wildlife at the Chester Moore on Instagram and our blog at HigherCalling.net. To contact Chester, email Chester at ChesterMoore.com.